You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. We are the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast, part of the Odyssey family, and we cover the team that is a content monster. There is never a shortest thing to talk about with the San Francisco 49ers, Brian. And, you know, we were talking, we'll text each other back and forth, because especially in the offseason, we need topics, right? Yeah. So we'll throw back and forth, right? Oh, hey, do we want to talk about second-year players? Do we want to talk about the future of Brandon Ayuk? And then the owners' meetings happen, Brian, and all of a sudden we just got tons of shit, right? Uh, yeah, and and not, I mean, arguably none of it positive, right? <laughs> that's that's the other well, thing. Or, or I guess it depends on how you take it. But Yeah, I guess it depends, depends on how you look at it. But John yeah. Lynch comes out, and I, John Lynch has been saying some stuff that leads you to think he doesn't love Trey Lance right now or doesn't love the way things have gone. And he comes out and says something I didn't think was at all controversial I thought it was obvious when he says with the way Brock Purdy's played he's the leader in the clubhouse if he's healthy I, I mean that's as plain as day I mean the Niners scored at a rate they did last with the last time they did with Steve Young that they scored at this rate that was how good the offense was so he played terrific everybody around him played well everything clicked of course he's the leader in the clubhouse and I don't think at all that that should surprise anyone. He also said that he hopes that he's ready for training camp. Now, when you look at the timetable of the surgery, that's a little bit soon, but all of a sudden we're like, wow, this is optimistic. Great. Mm -hmm. And then Kyle had his day today and let's just throw some gasoline on the fire. Kyle says they'll know more after three months on how the surgery is going. He said it could be six months. It could be eight months. It could be week one. It could be week four. That's not the beginning of training camp. So maybe they're just covering all bases, but he sounded different than Lynch did. And then he says, because Trey Lance here has, again, this hasn't been the best offseason for him in terms of how he's been perceived. Kyle says that he expects both Trey Lance and Sam Darnold to both take first team reps this offseason while Purdy is out. This was to me where I'm kind of like, okay, and we'll talk more about the future of Lance, but I'm like, all right, it, it all is not well there. and. Yeah. Listen, when they sign Sam Darnold, people who – I always challenge everyone who listens to the show. I try not to do the show as a fan. I try to do the show very objectively and just look at things objectively. When they signed Sam Darnold, I knew for a fact two years ago, for a fact, they were looking at him as a starter, and Kyle really, really likes him. Kyle liked him going back to the draft. Kyle has talked about how much he likes him. When they signed him, everybody's like, oh, they're just insulating themselves. He's a QB3. 
No, Kyle likes him. And like I said previously, Kyle would start Jason Poe at quarterback if he thought he gave them the best chance to win. If he thinks Darnold will do that, he will start him. And the fact that they're both in a competition now should tell you everything you need to know that Kyle is giving Darnold every opportunity to win this QB2 spot. And if Purdy is not ready to start the season. Now, I don't think personally that helps Trey Lance at all because I think Lance needs reps and he needs to work with the first team. But this is a significant development for me, at least, to hear Kyle come out and say that. And again, everybody can try to brush it off to the side or say, oh, well, of course, he's just trying to get him to compete. It's all ridiculous. They invested the world in this kid. He was They gave him the starting job last year, and now all of a sudden, like, he might be QB3. There's more here than meets the eye. Yeah, it's the, uh, you know, I said it, I said it yesterday on Twitter, you know, it, it just feels like the vibes are off. And I know that's such a, I don't know, a, an ambiguous thing to say, but I, I just feel like, like a team that had confidence in a player, regardless of whether that player has played a lot and, and, and earned that confidence or whether that player has the experience that Trey Lance has had, which is very little time on the field due to injuries and arguably due to, in my opinion, mismanagement of his development. They still speak well of him, and it just doesn't feel like anybody, anybody has spoken well about Trey Lance since his injury. Mm -hmm. And it's... It's just a, a weird, it's it's just a weird situation. And it it just feels like, and I've said this before, they they tried to have their cake and eat it too. And they miscalculated mm -hmm. what it takes to develop a quarterback. And and perhaps that's because Kyle's never done that before. You look at he, Kyle's never developed a quarterback. Kyle Shanahan has never developed a quarterback. And that was part of the fear going into the 21 draft was, okay, fine. We traded all this for a rookie quarterback. Kyle Shanahan has zero on his resume when it comes to developing that quarterback. And then they took the rawest, sorry, that's poor grammar, the most raw uh, prospect at the position at number three when there was a more polished version of Trey Lance sitting there waiting to be picked in Justin Fields. And then there was the Mac Jones, you know, prospect, right. Which would mm -hmm. have been essentially a, in my opinion, a Jimmy Garoppolo retread who was just younger and cheaper. Right. And that's, and I feel like that's bore itself out in, in Mac's career so far in new England, but I don't think there's anything wrong with saying Trey Lance needs to earn the position. He needs to earn QB one and he needs to, and he needs to, to, to compete. Right. But Agreed. to me, that competition has to be with Brock Purdy, mm -hmm. not Sam Darnold, who you brought in for one year and has not shown very much in the way of any, any, for any coach to have any real uh, optimism about whether or not he can be a long-term solution. But here's the deal. Sam Darnold's also only 25 years old. So, I mean, you could argue 
that they have essentially three bites at the apple now to find a young, cheap franchise quarterback. And at this point, does it matter that they invested what they invested in Trey Lance? I said this to somebody yesterday. They, you know, the, the argument was basically like you invested a ton in Trey Lance, you know, you've got to, you know, you've got to see what you have in him even over Brock Purdy. And the reality is this, those picks are gone. They, Mm -hmm. it already happened, right? If, if Brock is the guy, great. And if that bothers you, then just close your eyes and imagine that they traded three first round picks for Brock Purdy, right? It doesn't matter what they traded for. Wasn't the name. It was the position. What did they trade that for a franchise quarterback? And if they fell ass backwards into Brock Purdy as a franchise quarterback, Hey, good on them. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't mean that they got it right. It doesn't mean that the process was good, but Mm -hmm. they lucked out and they found a guy, right? Because the guy that they initially picked got hurt. And so it's just, I, I just, I don't, even Lynch said, Trey just needs an opportunity. He just needs an opportunity to play. And then the next day, Kyle Shanahan says, yeah, and he's going to get that opportunity, but he's going to split it with Sam Darnold. It makes zero sense. And it just, to me, screams, we don't have a plan. Right. And we never did. And they never have. Never did. And that's, and that's, it can be two things. They can have made one of the best rosters in the NFL from garbage, which they did. They inherited arguably the worst roster in the NFL, and they've turned it into total, arguably the best or one of the best rosters in the NFL. They did that. But in also, also doing that, they've also screwed up the quarterback position or mismanaged it in a lot of ways. So let's go back and let's look at how they've mismanaged the quarterback position. Let, let me back this up. Okay. 2017, they didn't have a quarterback. They needed a quarterback. They did not address it in the draft because they said, we're going to wait for Kirk Cousins. They missed, they passed on Patrick Mahomes. They passed on Deshaun Watson and Trubisky has turned into a good QB, but they did not make a move there. Then they trade for Jimmy Garoppolo and they give him a huge contract after five games. Now, 2019, it worked great. There were injuries with Jimmy and things like that, but they soured on Jimmy very quickly. By 2020, they were ready to move on. And in the offseason, following the 2020 season, they were looking at anybody and everybody publicly. They wanted Stafford. They looked into Darnold. They looked into Carson Wentz. And they they had a package that they were going to trade for Deshaun Watson before the illegal troubles came up. Now, the legal troubles come up, and they pivot with that package or something close to it, and they trade for the number three pick. Did they panic? I don't know. But what they did was they traded up and took arguably the greenest quarterback prospect we've ever seen. We've ever seen. 318 college attempts, and he played one game because of COVID the previous year. He, what, what was he, a safety in high before that or whatever? He, he he was so green. And you don't draft him into a team that's bad that's going to say, listen, you're a project. We're going to work with you. You draft him into a team that is ready to win the Super Bowl. And he wasn't ready. Well, he's green. 
But then on top of that, what happens, Lance has had a really rough go of it. He wasn't ready. In a preseason game, he hits his finger on a, on a helmet or whatever he, whatever he broke his mm-hmm. finger on or hurt his finger on. Yep. Screwed him up for a while. And then he, he gets to play in a game, and he hurts his knee. He's out again. So he had a and really his, rough first season because he was – And his finger still affected his throwing, which is why he wasn't yes. throwing in that Arizona game. That was admitted that his finger affected yep. him for a really long time into the season. So he's had a really rough goal of it so far. Then finally it's his chance in 2000. In 22 this past season and again this team is loaded and ready to go he still hasn't had any he's had 420 total attempts in his career that's less than than starters have in three-fourths of the season nowadays he gets hurt again and he's out again this time a major injury he's had no chance to get any kind of rhythm but you have put this green prospect the greenest we've ever seen because again other guys coming in russell wilson who started early um, ben Roethlisberger started early. They had like 1,200 attempts in college. Trey Lance had 318. It's a gigantic difference. So he's never really had a chance to grow. And we knew he had accuracy issues. We knew that. But he's never had a chance to grow. And now the Niners are kind of like, well, our window's another couple of years. He ain't getting a chance with us. Unless he comes out and looks great, we're going to go to Darnold until Purdy's ready. Or Purdy's the guy unless he comes out and blows the door off. So Lance has had you got to kind of feel for the guy. He hasn't been put in a good position. And if I'm him, I may kind of be like, you know what? I'm 23 years old. I'm not going to fly. Go, trade me to somebody who's going to develop me because the Niners are not. Yes. Are the Niners at fault for that? Well, no, they want to win right now. So I, I, I get it. But it goes into my point of they've done a phenomenal job with the roster, but the decisions they've made at quarterback have been suspect at best. And yes, both can be true. Purdy had 475 attempts as a sophomore, and he had 1,467 attempts total in college, just, again, for sake of reference. Yeah, and he's 40, played. 40 plus is, stars. Yeah. yeah, and is that going to affect the way that the NFL looks at quarterbacks now? These raw guys that are super athletic, that are going to take time to develop, maybe you pass on those now for the guy that's played for four years after you saw what Purdy did because he came in and he looked comfortable. And listen – when Lance was in, again, he was really green, but the offense always looked clunky. It did. It's a fact. It's a fact. So yeah, he's had a really rough go of it, and it's not fair to him, but there was a big difference with that. But, yeah, the Niners have been, like you said, Brian, Brock Purdy saved their ass. He saved their ass because if he doesn't come in and play the way he did last year and they're going through this with Lance, and, well, probably what they would have done is maybe they do make a play for Aaron Rodgers if if – Purdy never came to fruition. Who knows what happened, what would have happened. But this is year, it's year seven, right? Yeah. They don't have a quarterback. I mean, there's got to be some, you both can be true and you're not a hater or like, oh, do you want Shannon fired? No. But have they done a good job with the quarterback position? Absolutely fucking not. They haven't. So great roster. The quarterbacks, I don't know what the thought process is half the time and you don't have a ring because of it. This just in, Al Sacco wants Kyle Shanahan fired. Stop it. Stop. <laughs> He's a phenomenal coach, but he wants – why does he love Purdy, you guys? Jesus, I'm on, a set, on L rant now. He loves Purdy because Purdy is an extension of him. He knows with Purdy, Purdy's going to throw the ball where I want him to throw it, and he's got a little escapability where he can get out of things, whereas Jimmy would just stand there. And the example I always give is – I forget what game it was now, but – Brandon Ayuk was supposed to run. Um, he was going downfield. He was supposed to run a post, 
and he cut it off and Purdy threw it there anyway. But Debo's wide open streaking down the field. And I remember the announcers were like, oh, Debo looked wide open. And you look at Twitter and everybody's like, Debo was wide open. And they cut to Kyle and Kyle's making the motion for Brandon Ayuk to, you should have kept going. Purdy and him both saw the same thing. And that's when I was kind of like, oh yeah, he loves Brock because Brock sees what he sees. That's what Kyle wants. This is the play, hit the A button. And if there's a rush, you can get out of it. That's what he wants. Maybe he just looked at somebody like Josh Allen and he got like, oh, hey, I can I can get somebody like that and mold him. And then he got he got Lance and he was like, well, this kind of sucks. You know, maybe maybe it just wasn't wasn't what he thought it would be. I don't know. But it's been I think hopefully it'll work out. But it's it's, it's been a rough go for Lance. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love. You transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, Roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, they did one of two things here. They either panicked and they traded for Trey because they panicked, or they totally misevaluated Trey Lance and his abilities. And neither of those things reflect well on the 49ers organization and their decision makers because the haul that you gave up to get Trey Lance is supposed to be for somebody that you know is going to be successful and somebody that you're like, okay. I know what exactly how this this piece fits into my puzzle. Not like, oh, I don't I didn't know he was he he wasn't as good of a runner as he was. It wasn't like I, I just that's, that's just point. comical yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. It's just so common. You you didn't know, like you're supposed this is the third pick in the draft. You have to do your homework. And it screams to me, and the, and I know people will be like, oh, it was actually Mac Jones that they wanted. Mac Jones sucks too. Like that's, <laughs> that's the funny thing. Like, <laughs> So, so you, you had two guys <laughs> like, okay, fine. Mac Jones, he's terrible too. So you, you had two guys, neither of which were franchise altering players that you, you traded up supposedly to three, four. And look, I can, I can buy the theory that Deshaun Jackson was the target. And this is what the package that they were going to get. Deshaun Watson. Give him Deshaun. Sorry, Watson. I, I was thinking of uh, the biggest draft misses by 49ers earlier. Cause Mark Adams put out another really great article on the 49ers pass. Um, give Mark Adams a follow, by the way, on 49ers website. He's fantastic. But Deshaun Watson was was the the choice there, and I believe that was the package that they were going to send for him. But that being said, you bet your future 
on a guy that you knew very little about. And when he got here, you're surprised that you knew very little about him. And now their biggest thing is like, oh, Trey needs reps. He needs time. And you're accomplishing that by having him split reps with Sam Darnold in camp. And it just, this screams to me that I don't know what I'm doing with my quarterbacks. And it's okay to say that about Kyle Shanahan. It's okay to say his dad was the same way. They can never settle on a quarterback. Kyle's a chip off the old block. They thought they knew what they wanted in, in 2017. That was Kirk Cousins. They ended up making the trade for Jimmy Garoppolo. My thing is like, if you wanted Kirk Cousins so bad, why did you make that trade? Why did you let that trade go through? And if Kyle really disliked Jimmy that much, which is what the rumor was, why did you sign him to that deal then? Just franchise him for another year, go back in the pool, and you have a chance of getting Josh Allen the next year. Every step of the way, the 49ers have failed at the QB position so far under Kyle Shanahan's tenure. And, well, I don't know if they failed because you could say that they got they got something out of Jimmy and they were able to make the Super Bowl run and all that stuff. But in terms of finding a permanent long-term solution, they failed because it's year seven. And we're still looking at this quarterback room and you're like, well, I think I think Purdy's a starter. But even then, you've seen seven games. And Brian, like we're, we were very firmly on that Brock Purdy bandwagon. The truth of it is that we've seen seven games, right? And yeah. teams adjust. He's coming off yeah. of a major injury and we'll see how he does. We, we don't know how he's going to do in a second year. That, that is the reality. And by so here's, year a, seven, here's a question. Here's a question for you, Brian, because I know, I know you're about to say something. Mm-hmm. The Niners, everybody is very overconfident and everybody feels good and, and as they should with this roster. Zane just made the point. You have an unknown coming off a major injury. You have another unknown coming off a major injury and you have Sam Darnold. Is this quarterback position as such where we're overrating this team because that's the most important position in sports and we don't know? Um, no, I don't think we're overrating them because, again, as Zane just said, they haven't had an answer at quarterback since Kyle Shanahan has been there. And regardless of your feelings of Jimmy Garoppolo, again, Jimmy Garoppolo wasn't was just a product of Kyle Shanahan's offensive system. You know, we talk often about how Kyle can just elevate the quarterback play just through his play calling, his play design, all of that, right? Like Kyle Shanahan is the rising tide that lifts all boats when it comes to the quarterback position. And I don't understand why we don't talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Trey Lance. We talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Brock Purdy. We talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Jimmy Garoppolo. Hell, we talk that way about Kyle Shanahan with Nick freaking Mullins. But we have never talked that way about Kyle Shanahan and Trey Lance, and it baffles me. It baffles me why there's been such negativity surrounding Trey Lance. It's unfair to Trey, and it just seems ridiculous to me. And you know what? Here's the other thing. We keep talking about Josh Allen, right? Uh, maybe he saw Josh Allen and was like, I want that. Zane, you were like, they could have franchised Garoppolo and then got in the pool again and got Josh Allen. Is Josh Allen Josh Allen if he comes to the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan? I would venture to say no. I don't think he would be because Kyle Shanahan would have soured on Josh Allen the first year when his completion right. percentage was in the high 50s, and he would have been looking for the next guy already. Somebody tweeted this out yesterday and it floored me. And I was like, oh shit, like this, that I feel like might be 
what it is. And they said, Kyle Shanahan doesn't want a superstar at quarterback because when and or if the 49ers win the Super Bowl, Kyle Shanahan wants to be the reason why they won that Super Bowl. And yes, honestly, it based on the way that this quarterback position has gone, that is a, I think that's probably very, very true. And that is what Brock Purdy gives him. Brock Purdy is not a superstar quarterback. If you drop Brock Purdy on 27 other teams, Brock Purdy does not perform the way that Brock Purdy did last season in those seven games. And here's the other thing. We, I don't want to diminish what Brock did because it was impressive. It really was. The poise that the guy has, right? His ability to uh, read defenses, which started to diminish the the more he played. Um, And Greg Cassell has talked about that. Um, You know, I talked about that last episode. Uh, His his performance actually started to wane a little bit uh, towards the end of the season and into the playoffs. Now, he won a playoff game. and Or sorry, he won two playoff games. And again, you cannot take that away from him. But Trey Lance did not get to play with Christian McCaffrey mm-hmm. and George Kittle and Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk on the field at the same time. Trey Lance has only played with Debo and Kittle on the field at the same time two times. One, he lit up the Texans, and two, they played in a monsoon in Chicago. That's it. The, the, the level at which people would love to tell you that Trey Lance is a bust and Trey just doesn't have it is absolutely fucking infuriating to me because it is the most egregious bullshit that I've heard in a long time. The guy has played, uh, what, 14 Four. and a half quarters of football. Stop telling me that you can already tell whether or not he's a bust. Knock it off. That is nonsense. Mm-hmm. But... Do we know what he is? No. Is he more physically gifted? And therefore, does he have a higher ceiling than Brock Purdy? Absolutely. And why are you then going to split first team reps with Sam Darnold when you know that what he needs is reps on reps on reps? It just doesn't make sense. And to me, Let's cut bait and move on because it's obvious that either a you're not interested in developing him or B you have lost complete faith in him and it doesn't matter anymore. His cap hit for 2023 is $9.8 million. If they trade him, that cap hit becomes $11 million. So if they can trade him, for a late first round pick hell and an early second round pick and change do it because obviously you're not interested in this kid anymore and you might as well recoup a little bit of what you spent because it certainly appears that you think that brock purdy is the answer how many quarterbacks is kyle going to go through before he finally finds his guy and it's funny because people took offense to that. Like, oh, well, he, you know, what, you don't know what you're talking about. He has his guy in Brock Purdy. Yeah, he has his guy in Brock Purdy until he sees something he doesn't like, and then it's on to the next guy. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's just, 
Kyle Shanahan is like that that girl in high school who had like a million boyfriends because one of them didn't open the door for her, one of them didn't pay for her lunch one time, one of them didn't hold her hand down the hallway, just like you know, finding things wrong with with quarterbacks to just move on. And that's just what Kyle is with quarterbacks. He's impatient. He's notoriously mm-hmm. notorious. Kyle, Shan- Kyle Shanahan's favorite quarterback is the next quarterback. Yes. Yeah. And and it's yeah. it's really going to ruin Trey's career here at least because he didn't have the patience with them to even stick by him through a second training camp as the instructor. I mean, it's just, it's just absurd to me that you would just bring in Sam Darnold, who's not a world beater, by the way, if this was somebody else, if this was Eric Rogers, right. Or Tom Brady, whatever, then I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, yeah. Okay. I understand. Right. It's Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold is this generation's Blaine Gabbard. All right. I don't care what people say about coaching and things like that. Look, a quarterback is also responsible for his own play. Justin Herbert has had some of the worst coaching that you'll see in LA. He's made a fantastic career despite that because he's a fantastic player because he's shown that he can fight through adversity. So let's not blame everything on coaching and say that, Oh, just because a guy stinks, it's it's the coach's fault. Well, the, the players have some sort of responsibility too. If it were somebody else and, and it were a much more accomplished quarterback, that's an easier pill to swallow. But what has Sam Darnold done to make you consider him to be a quarterback one in this offense? What has he done in this league to actually give you consideration about that over a guy that you traded for four picks for three first rounders for? I just don't understand the rationale outside of the fact that they've just basically given up on Trey and he's on the roster because they don't want to admit that mistake. Like it's almost like Solomon Thomas all over again, where they kept him on the roster because they didn't want to admit that mistake. And that's what this feels like. It feels like Solomon Thomas, where you drafted a guy that you probably shouldn't have drafted there. You made that mistake and you keep him on the roster for for longer than you should have because you're not willing to admit that mistake. And I'm not saying that drafting Trey was a mistake. I'm saying the way that they have handled the situation has has been completely wrong from the start. When they drafted him, he should have had there should have been an open competition that year with Jimmy Garoppolo for the starting job. And Trey should have been starting at some point that year. So that you wouldn't have to continue kicking that can down the road and, and end up with the situation you are now where you, number one, don't have any first round picks. And number two, don't even get the guy that you wanted to get to start for quarterback for you. The, the other guy, in addition to Lynch and Shanahan, that has said things early this week that have made me really take notice is Ian Rapport. Because Ian's one of the more tied in guys to the league. You know, he's maybe NFL Network's, you know, Adam Schefter, one of their biggest guy. And he's had a couple reports. The first one, they were talking about Brock Purdy. And he said at the end of it, well, they don't know if he's going to be ready by week one, which is the reason they brought in Sam Darrell in case they need somebody to start early in the season. Didn't even mention Trey Lance in that segment. And there was another segment where he he was asked about Trey Lance. And he said, ah, you know, with his trajectory so far, you know, I don't know if he's going to be an option. I don't know what that means because he hasn't had a trajectory. He hasn't been on the field. He's, He's been injured. But he's hearing from somewhere, probably from somewhere within the 49ers. I don't know how high up. But he's hearing from somewhere that there's pause there, that they're really not happy there. If he's saying those things or he's he's not even alluding to Trey Lance. OK, and don't give me the Niners don't leak stuff. Are you kidding me? The Niners leak. I hear things. I'm a nobody. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like everybody leaks. It, it, I'm not saying Kyle Shannon and John Lynch leak, but other people leak. And when teams want things out, they say little things. There's been enough, enough. Again, just look at the 49ers again two years ago when they're looking for a QB. Everybody in the world knew they were looking for a QB. So even if they don't want to leak, 
when they talk to other teams, maybe they leak. Leaks always get out. So don't do the nobody leaks thing. Everybody leaks. So with them, obviously, there's some kind of disconnect or whatever with Trey Lance that's getting out there right now. And I don't know. I hope he gets every opportunity because he, de- he deserves an opportunity to come and try to earn a spot. But I'll tell you what, guys. I also would not be surprised if they traded him during the draft. I, I, I wouldn't be. If they say, all right, you know what, we're, we're, we're comfortable with Sam Darnold and we're going to draft Stetson Bennett and, and, and we'll trade Lance. We'll try to recoup some, some of the picks that we, that we lost or that we gave up for him. I wouldn't be surprised. If you read between the lines, there is no, nothing positive going towards Trey's, Trey's way right now. And look, we're not in practice. We're not in the meetings. We, we don't know. Maybe they're just like, listen, we can't do right by this kid. We're not going to develop him because we, we can't. Our window's now. We need to find something else. We're going to try to get some draft picks. We're going to try to move up and get a right tackle, whatever. But I wouldn't be surprised. And I'm not saying I want it to happen. I, I don't. I would like to see, just as a football fan, I would like to see, he's a talented kid. I would like to see him get a chance. But if, you, if you're, again, if, if you're looking, I was talking about the reality of the situation. If you're looking at it, and you take the red and gold glasses off. If this was, I don't know, the Ravens or the Titans and they had a situation, you would look at it and be like, oh, that dude's in the trouble. What the hell is going on? Yeah. Right. Right. Oh, well, yeah. something, something weird's there is going on there. So, I mean, the Jets don't talk, we're talking great about Zach Wilson last year. <laughs> you know, and I, don't, I didn't know anybody was like, oh, no, they really love him. It was obvious. And it's getting to be this point, too, I think, with Lance, where there's some kind of disconnect and the Niners aren't about it. I hope he can prove him wrong. I hope he gets on the field in OTAs or whatever. And he gets, you know, he gets to that point and he gets on the field and he looks great. And they're like, all right, you know, maybe we do have something here. But right now it looks like he has an uphill battle. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. And there, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. Zay. Sorry, Brian. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say this and, and I'm going to mic drop it. I'm going to out because this, this, this to me is so frustrating. Kyle Shanahan <clears throat> has not even given Trey Lance the opportunity to improve his game, to struggle and improve. When, you, when you're a leader and you're a leader of a team or, or whoever it is, like in any walk of life, and you have somebody that comes, comes that's new on your team that, that may not be as experienced, you have to allow them the ability to make mistakes and learn from them. You have to allow them the ability to grow. You have to allow them, them the ability to get comfortable, to really see what they can do. So you can make an accurate evaluation on what they actually are and what they bring to your team. Kyle doesn't even know what he's evaluating because he's never given Trey that chance. Okay. Part of it is injuries. Part of it is his own mistakes. And, and this Sam Darnold thing is one of them. And if Kyle Shanahan ever wants to find a quarterback here, he is going to have to allow his players to make mistakes and work through them without stepping in being like, Hey, I know more than you do because it's my scheme. That's not the way you run a team. That's not the way you run an organization. That's not, that's not the way you lead people. Okay. And I think that people will come back at me and be like, oh, well, you say, you're saying you know more than Kyle Shanahan. No, I'm not saying that. But what I'm saying is that in order to get the most out of anybody, you have to be able to allow them some sort of leeway and give them some sort of leash to be able to have. You cannot 
assume that somebody's going to be perfect every time they throw a football or every time they they hit a baseball or every time whatever it is, whatever walk of life you're in, it is not life is not like that. And especially with a young kid who has very little experience, you were expecting something different, Kyle and John Lynch. You were expecting that this guy would come in polished as an NFL quarterback and you just sit back, call plays and score a, bit, a billion touchdowns. That's absurd. It's a total disservice to Trey Lance. It is ridiculous. And the, the fans reaction right now, calling Trey Lance a bust and this, that is absolutely off the cuff. And that's, that's all I have to say about that. You know, we talked about trades, right? And you said you wouldn't be surprised. There are teams, I think, that that would be willing. Listen, if Trey Lance were in the draft this year, I, I don't think it's crazy to say he'd be the second or third quarterback taken, just like he was in 2021. I think he would be taken above Anthony Richardson. And I think he'd be taken above Will Levis more than likely, mm-hmm. maybe not, but I don't, but I, I do think. And so there are teams out there that don't have the answer for who is the future at the position. And some of those teams either a have two first round picks or B have, you know, high teens, uh, low twenties picks. You know, I'm, I'm talking Minnesota, which by the way, would be a perfect destination for Trey Lance. It's the mm-hmm. hometown kid, right? That'd be huge. Would would Minnesota be willing to give up number? I think it's 23. Would they be willing to give up 23 for Trey Lance and one of the third round compensatories that we have? I, I, I think they might, right? Especially because, again, Kirk Cousins, this is the last year of his contract. Yeah. Uh, the Lions have two first round picks. They could use their early one on some stud defensive player and then trade that second one to the 49ers for Trey Lance. Uh, the Bucks have a, I think, pick 19. They have no answer. The um, Titans, if they don't believe the Titans, Willis, the Titans and Rand Carthen is there, right? Mm-hmm. Rand was yep. a part of the team that drafted Trey Lance. Like, yeah. again, I, there, I, I think there are teams out there. And, you know, one of the things I thought was interesting was Lynch yesterday, you know, when he said, if if we were to line it up today, Brock Purdy is probably the leader in the clubhouse for QB1. Um, if if you're interested in trading Trey Lance, you're really hurting his trade value when you're saying shit like that. And yeah. the fact and you're that you're in a competition with Sam Darnold. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. So and the fact that the fact that Shanahan came out today and basically contradicted much of what Lynch said yesterday, thought that was interesting as well. Uh, it also led me to say that Adam Peters is probably going to be the GM of this team in 2024. Uh, and and that's just based on the fact that Kyle and John don't seem to be on the same page. And Peters didn't even take interviews for open GM positions this offseason, mm-hmm. which tells me that, you know, there's he probably knows a little bit more than than we do in terms of what his future looks like in in San Francisco. And so. I mean, ultimately. Zane said, I don't think it was a mistake to draft Trey Lance. I'm going to argue that it was and not because and not Mm -hmm. because it's not because it was Trey Lance. It was the it was that they drafted a quarterback that needed time to develop and they weren't willing to give it to him because they're in win now Mm -hmm. mode. And it's like, then why the hell would you draft somebody 
that green. It just doesn't make any sense. Like I said, I was, I was a fields at three guy so much so that I put money on it. Um, I also hedged that bet by, uh, by taking the over on Mac Jones's draft position. Um, so I made that, I made that money back, but I, I was convinced that it was, I was convinced that it was Justin Fields because to me, Justin Fields was a more realized version of Trey Lance, right? He started at Ohio state, had uh, more experience, right? A, a better, a better athlete than, than Trey Lance. Not that Trey Lance mm -hmm. is a bad athlete, um, you know? And so when they drafted Trey Lance, I, I was, I, I was surprised. I know others weren't, but I was surprised and it feels like, it has been borne out that I was right in being surprised because they just have stumbled their way through this mm -hmm. entire thing. Yeah. And I don't, I don't think it was, is was a mistake in the sense that I think Lance is going to be a bust again. He's, he's, what is he, right. he's 23 years old, right? That's right. all he is. Yeah. He's young. We have he no turns idea. 23. He turns 23 in May. He's not even 23 right now. We have no idea what Trey Lance is. None. Yeah. Trey Lance could end up being an all pro in five years. We, we have no idea. The mistake was, is that it doesn't appear like they were willing to ride out the ups and downs. Yeah. That, that seems to be the mistake of it. And, and the injuries have been something that's been unforeseen, but they've been substantial and it's been a lot. And he's had some major ones in a very short period of time. So we also think, you know, when they were doing the two quarterback things, some bets went to Kyle and said, Hey, you know, we got to go, we got to go with one or the other. We got to go Jimmy or whatever it was. And they they want to win now. Trent Williams, we want we went over this well a few shows ago, Brian, where we talked about the window. Trent Williams is gonna be around for two more years. George Kittle is probably gonna be around for two more years. These guys have McCaffrey is gonna be, you know, maybe two, maybe three more years. These guys want to win in the next year or two. And you've been to three NFC championships and beyond in the last four years. That's really difficult to do. It's it's not a guarantee every year just because your roster stacks. Shit happens. In, in any team that you've seen that has had this kind of run where they go to, you know, conference championship after conference championship, usually because they have a great quarterback, it's usually Tom yeah. Brady, it's usually Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes. When the Eagles were doing it, Don, Don McNabb, you don't think of as an all-time great, but if you go back and look at those those years he played in the early 2000s, he was, he was one of the best quarterbacks quarterback. in the league. Yeah. Yeah. So he, you need a guy like that to keep doing that, doing it the way they're doing it, Usually, usually, I'm saying it can't happen, but usually is not sustainable because injuries happen, because guys break down, because you've had three really long seasons in the last four years. But if you have that Patrick Mahomes, a great equalizer, or Tom Brady or whatever, then okay, you can you can keep making these runs. It looks like maybe Joe Burrow might be that type of guy. He looks like a clutch type of dude. They don't have that guy. So eventually, unless you identify that guy, the honeymoon's gonna be over. So you have to take advantage of these situations before the window closes. Now, can they keep drafting great, and keep replenishing? Maybe I'm not going to ever say something like that can't happen because they have a good track record. But traditionally, unless you get the answer at QB, your window is short. Even, even when you have to pay a QB, it goes away. Look at the Seahawks. Yeah. They were great when Wilson was on his rookie contract. And then, they got out, they had to pay him and they were still very good, but they didn't, didn't win anything because they had to pay, they had to pay a quarterback. And maybe then you get a quarterback like a Prescott or a cousins or a car that you're like, well, we can't do any better, but you pay him and then you're just stuck in purgatory. So you Jones. really need to find that guy or 
you don't get it done. So I, I just think for all the kudos we give them for roster construction, and it's been phenomenal what they've done. Yeah, 100%. Unbelievable job. Unbelievable. Except at quarterback. And that's that's what they have to figure out at some point if there's going to be any sustained success. Because Fred Warner ain't playing forever. George Kittle ain't playing forever. Debo Samuel ain't playing forever. The list goes on and on and on. Can you replenish those guys? Maybe. But odds are, got to hit on it, man. Got to do them. So far, they have not. You know, and (laughs) I joked about this today. But, again, based on behavior, based on moves, based on everything that we've seen so far, maybe this is one just giant experiment from Kyle Shanahan where (laughs) he is trying to moneyball the quarterback position. It's like, here's our market inefficiency, right? I am, I am enough. I just need a guy, right? I just need a guy that can do what I need him to do. And if he can, then we'll be good, right? And if I can consistently get that out of mediocre to, you know, average, maybe slightly above average quarterbacks like Brock Purdy, like Jimmy Garoppolo, like Nick Mullins, then... Mm -hmm. We can, you know, we can have this roster with superstars on, you know, six or seven superstars on both sides of the ball uh, because we don't have to pay our quarterback $40 million like the Giants are paying Daniel Jones. Yikes, mm. right? And and I joke, but at the same time, again, it just feels that way because Brock Purdy isn't ever going to be Patrick Mahomes. Brock Purdy likely isn't even ever going to be Joe Burrow. Right. Maybe, maybe. Right. Burrow is the is the one quarterback that that during that run, Purdy reminded me of most. And that was a cerebral quarterback who had enough escapability to be dangerous and enough arm to get it where it needs to go. But Burrow Mm -hmm. still has a little bit better arm than 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 Purdy does. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, what is the great equalizer? It's it's the Patrick Mahomes is the Josh Allen's right. Who has a more likely who who is more likely to ascend to that level between Brock Purdy and Trey Lance? Is it Purdy or Lance? And the answer obviously is Lance because mm-hmm. Lance has more physical tools and physical tools aren't the be all end all of the quarterback position, obviously. And I'm not saying that it is, but if you're if you're already prepared to move on from this kid because like we said you fell ass backwards into Brock Purdy it just seems really really short-sighted and and maybe that's maybe that's what you have to be in the NFL maybe in the NFL you do need to be short-sighted because it is a year-to-year league and Mm -hmm. every year it's about winning the Super Bowl and if you don't then then next year you try again and if Brock Purdy you feel like gives you the best opportunity to do that because he can operate the offense at a level that was impressive. You know, I'm, I'm not saying it's not, um, but I don't know that Brock Purdy is ever going to be the reason why you win games where Patrick Mahomes is the reason why you win some of those games. And maybe, you know, again, maybe Brock Purdy plus Kyle Shanahan equals Patrick Mahomes at, to a certain extent. Uh, but I, I'm, that's I would be hard pressed to hang my hat on that as the future, if you will. Hundred percent. 
All right. So we got to get out of here. Next show, we have Connor Orr from Sports Illustrated coming on to talk. Yeah, to an article. Yeah, he wrote an article about um, the Niners skill group, and he thinks it's the best group he's seen since the Rams' greatest show on turf with Isaac Bruce and Torrey Holt, Marshall Falk. Um, Roland Williams might have been the tight end then. And um, Kurt Warner, obviously. So that's um, pretty interesting, and um, we'll talk about that. I can't hey, wait to two, talk. Hey, two Iowa quarterbacks, right? Yeah, there you go. He was he was a trigger <laughs> man for those guys, and, and we'll see about Brock. So, all right, yep. but until then, for Brian and Zane, I'm Al. Later. Nine zero three. One zero three. Twenty four hundred Sports is an Odyssey company.